Howdy, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Cool Thanks. It's your co-host, Justin Chitla, here um, with your other co-host, Jason Chitla, my twin. Um, we both have comp sci degrees, if that matters. But basically, I just want to say that we're interested in a bunch of different things. And that's the premise of the show. We just talk about a bunch of cool things, cool thinks um, with our friends. And we dive into it and just ramble on about whatever. So if you're interested, stick along and have fun. In this episode, we have our very good friend, Zach Smith, with us, and we're going to be talking about a bunch of different things like sports betting, gambling, poker, relationship, uh, risk-taking, building a successful future, and just anything that comes up. So enjoy the show. Zach, how did we, how did we meet? Uh, we met, I think, what was it? Uh, seventh grade. Seventh grade, that's right. Um, I had already been kind of friends with Campbell. Uh, right. who was just on the podcast and one of our other really good friends, Connor. Yeah. Uh, from We actually lived in the same neighborhood, so I always kind of knew who you guys were, but we really didn't hang out until seventh grade. You and I had a class together. That's yeah. It's funny and that you say that because um, being like an Asi- a set of Asian twins, like I always hear like, not to sound like douchey or anything, I always hear like, oh, like we kind of heard about you guys. I don't know if that was a good or bad thing, but we always heard that. When did you hear about us? Because we were there in fourth grade. Yeah. So did you, Wait, hold on. How does that have anything to do with us being Asian twins? <laughs> you, know, you know, you know what I'm saying though. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, like it's the two twins, and they're Asian. Two yeah. Twins, yeah. and we're Asian. I don't know. It's a characteristic. I don't know if it makes a difference. Yeah, the glasses, I, the long hair. Yeah, we looked hair. weird. We looked weird. Oh, okay. I don't know. We looked like two say, Harry Potters. I like saw Zach a lot. But I'll be honest, like I had, didn't want anything to do with you. Oh, that was yeah, sure. when I saw No, you. you guys had like the shaggy hair, like yeah. the long glasses. I was just like, I don't know who these guys are, and I don't care. Oh, oh so yeah, you too. Oh, it was, it was, yeah. Okay. It, the feeling was mutual. mutual. It was okay. mutual, absolutely. Yeah, no. I, in fourth grade, I think this really set the tone for a lot of first impressions. I came in hot from the beach. You know, we we moved from the beach to Raleigh. Um, I came in the first day of school and probably the whole year, that fourth grade year, I came in with leather jacket and ugly glasses, <laughs> long hair. Jason, you had the transitions, the yeah. circular glasses. You really look like Harry Potter. And ah, I adopted now that yeah, nickname. all of our friends make fun of me. So you're for making the my jacket. point even more valid. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm saying that we were definitely very weird. I'd say that fourth grade to fifth grade, I, I made a large step up. Like I, I just socially yes. i just started being really like uh, comfortable and yeah. i was wearing appropriate things and not the leather jacket and i don't know I mean, it, it was, was you, you guys were the new kids at, at school you had to you had to adapt sure 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 so so we met each other yeah. in seventh grade seventh grade and then so knowing i guess kind of two people in our friend group already uh like in i guess somewhat knowing you guys as well i was able to like integrate i guess if you want to say with the group uh pretty quickly yeah, I mean, that's a kind of a cooler way, I think, of making friends nowadays, uh, a friend of a friend, because yeah. it's like you're, it's, I think it's more natural because it's like, you know, when you're trying to make friends, it's no, weird. No, I hear you. I hear you. But sometimes, like, you get the best friendships out of not, like, going out and, like, searching for friends. Like, you know, like how I met, let's say, like, Patrick okay. or John Rendleman. Right. It was completely random. Like, it was, we moved in freshman year at, at my dorm in UNC and he was like the random guy that was a sweet over and right. you know what I'm saying it's like I don't yeah, know it's no, sometimes no, no, it's no. more fun to meet random no, they, people they are they are hilarious and you guys are gonna get to meet them in the next two weeks next couple weeks yeah we're gonna go visit them and they they are a trip 
So wait, okay, going back to how you how you <laughs> met. Her. I was like, all right, I'll just leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this podcast with Zach is over. Yeah, podcast. It was good. Thanks, guys. No, it's funny. It's funny. You you said that it's your goal this episode to like just make an like just a good episode because uh, yeah. you know we were supposed to have <laughs> we were supposed to have Andrew's episode this week and I was just listening listening it over. It just didn't make the cut. You, just, you, it you just can't didn't be make that guy. Cut. I know, I know. That so, so that's our goal. We we have a certain standard, a certain standard, and a certain threshold that we're trying to pass, and hopefully you get us there, Zach. But let's go back to how you met us. So you met me, and we really kicked it off yeah. by going to the movies yeah. um, in seventh grade. It sounds like weird. It sounds yeah. like a date, but we went. You know, one of the funny things. Yeah, go ahead. I expand this. on this. So it was me, Justin, and Campbell. We we're gonna have a little boys night. I think we were seeing like Pirates of the Caribbean or, or something. It was, I thought it was Iron Man. Was it, it was. Iron Man? It was, it was Iron Man. No, the I thought second it was, or third it was like one. the fourth or something. It's like Stranger you, you, Tides. No, Car- you told you told my mom there was a lot of Bing Boom Bam. Yeah, I did. I was like, yeah, but it could have been Pirates of the Caribbean. Anyhow, and so we go with Campbell. And we walk in, and Campbell's girlfriend at the time is sitting there with her family. And we later come out that this man knew that they were there, didn't tell us. So we're thinking <laughs> we're going to the movie, and then we're just sitting next to Campbell's uh, girlfriend and her parents the yeah, whole movie. That was really, that was really odd. That was yeah. an odd move by him. But, you know. I think that really brought mine and Justin's relationship yeah, to the next level because sure. we're just like, that's no, like this guy. This no, guy. I mean, it was just like, you know, how, how you meet someone, you need that certain topic like right, a right. weird experience a, really yeah, exactly. a weird experience with someone will bring you closer, closer. no matter how different you guys are yeah. and it's cool i was watching a documentary it was about a free climber and it's not it's not the most famous free climbing documentary on netflix now i think that's the one where he scaled el capitan like right, right, the right. hard part right. with absolutely no climbing gear whatsoever which amazing documentary i'm gonna have to watch that i suggest that to everyone it was a documentary about a different free climber who had a girlfriend and it was about how they were free climbing in some country and they got mixed up into some bad stuff and they got captured and they were held captive on a mountain for like a week with no food and there was just these these guys are i don't i don't know how to describe them terrorists who were holding them at gunpoint and it was a crazy experience, but they ended up, <laughs> weirdly enough, they, they, they ended up getting married like soon after because it was just an, it was an experience that what like really set the, t- experience. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say I that, mean, but it, it was just an experience that, that really put their bodies and souls together to the test in the same time. Well, yeah, it sounds I don't know. like how you see in the movies, those people are at like their they, most vulnerable state. Exactly, thank ha- you. And are experiencing the same thing and have to go go through it. Yeah, sounds yeah. like they had the honeymoon first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I know. You've been saving that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, so weird experiences bring people together, I think, and yeah. uh, certainly the, there are going to be extremes out there. But how did, how did you meet Jason then? You just sort of... I think if through me, I Jason heard, was kind of yeah, like Andrew. It's like who invited this guy? And he yeah. was no, 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 no. You know what it was? Was after that night that you guys are talking about at the movies. You came home and you, you literally the first thing you did, you came straight to me and you said, "You know what? Zach's not that bad of a guy." <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like, I "Dude, saying that. what? Like, yeah. What did you just? You were weirded out. You were I weirded was out. like, "Dude, no way." And then, I know it's come to the point, honestly, where if if we make friends, either myself or you, Jason, 
um, we we just I you trust know, you. You trust, yeah. yeah. So if I say, dude, you got to meet this guy. I'm like, like okay, you got to yeah. meet this guy, okay. Drew from work. Right, we're gonna hit right? it off. You're yeah. gonna be like, okay, this guy must be cool. So right, right, right. You know, so I it's it's fun. Can guess your ability. Yeah, and I think how you even said of like meeting friends, and it's from even nowadays, like you'll you'll bring a guy into the group. And I kind of described it as like, listen, if if my friends who or my very good friends are willing to bring you into, you won't even say like our little tight knit group, like yeah. you're already then okay in, in my book. Like unless you prove me wrong, otherwise, like I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll, I'll sure. I'll, yeah, so, like, well, and, and this is actually so it's funny that you're saying all this because like you want to meet, you want us really badly to meet all your friends that you've made in oh, Charlotte yeah, after five years living in Charlotte. <laughs> they haven't came once. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now you're gonna blurt that out as soon as uh, I mentioned yeah, Charlotte. Absolutely. Yeah, but I feel really bad because he's been asking us to come down to Charlotte because he went to school in Charlotte and everyone, uh, our other portion of the friend group, stayed really close together at State and at UNC. And he's just been asking us to go down there, and <laughs> we haven't we gone. We have Once. never been, never. Once we have never been last... to Charlotte, and I really want to go because Charlotte's cool. And you graduate. We graduate. I work. I live there now. I, oh, yeah. It's funny because I would see your mom at the YMCA, and she'd be like, "Yeah, like Zach's really sad that you don't go see him." <laughs> no, like, oh, shoot. I don't know if I'd say sad, but I was just like, <laughs> you know, it's definitely it'd be, it'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to be a groomsman in this guy's wedding and it's not helping me out that i never see the guy no, right no. <laughs> okay so zach what do you do now so right now uh, after graduating charlotte uh, i've been working and living in charlotte for a year i do software sales for a uk-based company so i sell kind of like a software service to colleges universities so right with i'm, I'm guessing most listeners who are around our age are probably either just in college or just graduated or, or now um it's right we, we don't we don't really have an audience yet but i'd like to think that our audience that. is we'll around this age um so it's those software titles that you use depending on your major like i'm gonna go like engineering stuff uh, architecture things those things um usually you have to go to campus to access those or you have to go to a certain location so the service that I kind of sell is a way to then virtualize it or upload it, if you want to say, to a one-way kind of source yeah. and be able to access everything from that one specific location. Zach, are you trying to sell your, I mean, your hey. product on this podcast? What a sales guy here. You always, you always got to be on business mode. You never <laughs> yeah. know who's listening. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's really cool. So um, how did you get into that? Because I know before that job, you were wanting to go the whole sports route, which is obviously super competitive, but it looks really fun, like yeah. sports management and, and that kind of thing. So I think it's probably even fair to say out of, out of our friend group, I'm maybe the most into sports. Oh, I would 100% agree with you. Probably um, you, Connor, Bacon, yeah. just really into sports in Absolutely. general. Um, so I, I've lo- I love sports like my whole life. And I actually started in college. I was like, oh, I'm going to do business. And I actually even told our high school teacher, I was like, oh, I'm going to be the number one businessman in America. <laughs> yeah, you told that. I remember hearing yeah, this. Yeah, Jason, yeah. you told that to us in the car one day. And I was like, and I was that like just what makes, does that even mean? That makes no sense. I don't no even sense, think right? I knew what it meant. What a goal. What a goal. <laughs> number one. You told us. Not you wanted in the to be, company, not in the East, in America. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to be top five businessmen in America. I don't know <laughs> what that means. But Zach, I, I got to ask you a quick question here because I'm curious. Jason brought this up. Did you just finish running a marathon? Because it, <laughs> it sounds, sounds like you're like out of breath. Yeah. No. No, it doesn't? Okay, okay. No. It just sounds like you're, you're like, you're, you just went on a run. I mean, we did just play spike ball. Me and Andrew kind of beat you guys pretty bad <laughs> yeah. if you want to do that. Yeah. But. Uh, okay. Yeah, if, you, if you guys don't know what spike ball is, it's a really fun game where it's infusing volleyball into a little circular net where four people play 2v2. And Jason and I were playing Andrew 
and Zach, and they absolutely kicked our ass. So that's that's unfortunate. I mean, we're Jason and I are very competitive people. Right. I could tell Jason was getting a little upset. I was getting very there upset. There were welts on Andrew's body <laughs> from Jason. There were welts on Andrew <laughs> from the ball. Somehow, yeah, I figured, <laughs> you know, on his body. You can't beat him. Just chuck a ball. <laughs> yeah. as as you can you can't Andrew. beat him in the game. You're going to want to beat him outside the game. And that's exactly what we did. <laughs> or beat him with the game. <laughs> yeah, beat him with the with the props of the game. So that's what we did. No, I'm, just, I'm sorry for taking that away from you. So, so you you love sports, right? Yeah. So and, that resulted in me then going into this, the sporting industry. I got an internship. Uh, with the Charlotte Checkers, that is the Hurricanes minor league team. Awesome. And that, of course, then resulted in a job right out of college. Awesome. Uh, unfortunately, as then even my friends like to say, after uh, <laughs> six months, it just it, it wasn't it wasn't working out. And, and I think the, the it thing, wasn't working out for you. It them. wasn't working out for me. But really, <laughs> most, I'll, I'll be honest, mostly them. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, guys, okay. guys, guys, guys. It's so funny because during that week, we were all joking. We were all joking about. Like it'd be so funny if one of our friends got laid off. We're just gonna like, like slay's life. You just definitely don't want to be that first guy, and Zach happened to be that guy. <laughs> I happened to be that guy, but it was actually came out to be a blessing in disguise. No, well, let's talk about this, yeah. right? Because like that's a really interesting thing to go through is yeah. having a job outside of college, and everyone's afraid of you know um, getting laid off or yeah. going through being furloughed or just straight up getting fired, but like. That when you heard that news, what what went through your head? That's and I think that's kind of when I knew that like I love sports, but I didn't. And I, I've always wanted to do sales, especially throughout college. After I realized I wasn't going to be the number one businessman in America. Yeah. Um, right. Was it at a young age when you figured like that you weren't good at sports that you could just be a manager? <laughs> <in sports>? <laughs> 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 that, yeah, of course you're going to press. Yeah, that. I got it. Um, Crap, now I literally forgot what I was saying. No, no, you just it, let's go back to what I was saying, yeah. right? So I asked what went through your head, you oh. know, what was what was your gut reaction and what did you do the first day, the first week? What did yeah, you do? So they so it's funny, I actually got the flu, or maybe at this point it was the coronavirus. Because <laughs> it was at the end of November. So it was literally the week of Thanksgiving. I go in there, I text my boss Monday, I'm like, Hey, I I've had I've been sick all weekend. Um, is it okay if I take today off? Oh God! <laughs> she's like, damn! Like we're trying to fire this guy. He's like, he's like, no, yeah. she's like, hey, hey, buddy, this is pro- now's probably a good time. Go well, ahead, so go ahead, take the next month is, off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, I go in there and I'm feeling a little bit better Tuesday, but I knew that my final day was Thursday. It was uh, or the day before Thanksgiving, right? And I was like, I, I gotta, go, I gotta go in. Like I still wasn't feeling good. Even I came in and all the guys at work were like, you look like crap. Like you just look sick. <laughs> Let's finish this and, guy off. <laughs> <laughs> so I go in there and like within an hour of being there, yeah, like my boss calls me in. And he's like, hey. uh, it's this. It's it's not. It's not working out. It's, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, poor Zach. I'm like, okay. I was like, was it like my sales? I'm like, no, your sales are great. And I'm just like, like what is it? They're like, it's just it's it's not it's not working out. <laughs> it's not working out. Like, Gosh, so I, hate I was that, like, man, I hate that. Okay, but then me me being kind of how I am, I'm I'm very like. I don't want to say like prove him, prove him wrong, but so no, I think, definitely. And the I funny hope you thing is, he you. even told me he was like, "Yeah, if you weren't going to come in today, I was just going to do it through text." Oh god! And I was like, "Well, I'm kind of glad you had to, have to do this face to face." Yeah. Um. But so he said you can go home, and maybe it's stubborn, maybe it's like I said, prove me wrong. But I was like, no. I was like, I got today and two more days. Um. That that's what the contract I signed to work. I'm going to work. 
Yeah. So I literally worked two more games knowing I was done. Gosh, man, you're a real, you're 100% sucker. I get, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I got paid for it, so. I'm kidding, man. Um, yeah, you would have been paid for it. The funny thing was, go, that but. job was, in temp, it was, it was almost like a temp job. Yeah. So it was, it was hourly. Contractor. Yeah. Contractor. So that's, that's why I was much more like, let me, let me get these last two yeah, days sure, of hourly sure. pay. He's in the contract, so um, whatever. But yeah, so that, that was kind of awkward then coming home for uh, Thanksgiving dinner. And everybody's <laughs> like, what are you thankful for? And I'm like, well, I don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> so, not thankful, uh, not thankful for getting fired. But. No, but okay. and how you said kind of I know that a little bit went off topic. But I sat there and I was like, I'm not upset. Like I'm, I'm, I wasn't. I was of course like a little worried. Um, but the funny thing is, is like something in me was just like prepare, prepare. Like I was just like I knew. I was did like, you prepare. like? Did you know that you were doing a shit job? No, like I said, my sales, my sales are like pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. But I was just like, you know, almost like prepare for the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So I even actually. You said prepare like a hundred times and I knew you were going to say prepare for the worst. I was about to just say it for me. Kick it out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So like I'd actually started applying for some jobs already. I had multiple people like the second you go on LinkedIn and say looking for a job, recruiters just flock. That's true. You got to filter out all the crazy ones. Like. Dude, I get every every single day. It's like yeah, you in sign mail. up. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but not. I'm not even talking about job offers. I'm just saying, like, sign up for this training course. Like, do you want to yeah. be this certified? And I'm like, no, no, I'm sorry. It's like every single person that connects with me now. It's just unfortunate. They're like, hey, Justin, thanks for the connection. By the way, do you yeah. want to buy this? I'm I was like, like, oh, I don't. Why can't anybody? It's like, why can't you just connect? Connect? Yeah. Why, yeah. why can't? Why exactly? And my my thing is, this was me like trying to get a job initially i was connecting with people just to want to want to get to know them right and now it's unfortunate that the kind of vibe that linkedin messages has nowadays it's all very salesy it's all very very non-authentic and it's just people wanting to sell stuff but i I 100 percent agree the best way to connect with someone is to ask something about themselves yeah very be very warm like i I've, i've seen this before like the some of the best salespeople they'll they'll ask about your background and they'll search you have to study the person right figure about out what they do and what they like and then ask questions yeah. about and that you'll be surprised about who responds i mean it's not going to be ceo of microsoft but ceo of like a, a fortune 500 company sure you can even e- email them after you're doing your research and they'll respond yeah they'll talk yeah. to you it's crazy yeah, no because uh, like think about it i i know 100 percent if someone messages me and we start talking about non-work stuff, just poker, right, no, podcasting, right, right. what I say, do outside say, hey, of work. Justin, I see you doing this podcast and then blah, blah, blah. I'm connecting with them. You know? I'm yeah. connecting with them. We're going to chat and we're just going to figure out like what, what we're each other about, what, we're, what our goals are. It's just, right, right. it's crazy how, how um, it's a simple thing that not a lot of people know. Just know this. If you're looking for a job, use that, use that tip, if you will, just, just get to like, look at someone's profile, figure out what they do, what they love to do and ask them about it. People love talking about themselves. I even think like just reaching out and doing like, I don't want to say like your own investigative work, but before a job, like, I guess maybe it is connecting, but like, it's funny, a girl that was actually being interviewed for the company I work at now, saw me on LinkedIn and then looked my name up, which is kind of rare because or not i shouldn't say rare but like i have a very common name very common so Zach i guess Smith. yeah Smith. so to go from linkedin to instagram so she messaged me on instagram and was like hey i see you work for this company and she they said the people's names that we're going to interview her so immediately i was like oh okay like this is this is legit and she's just like can you tell me anything about like the company like anything that will help me 
And I went to, like, I told her, and then I even told my boss, and he was like, that's, he was almost like, he's like, that's all I need to hear. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, the fact that she took the initiative right. to just literally de- message somebody and say, what can you help me with, was all he needed to hear to be like, that's the person that's going to put in that extra effort right, yeah, right, to, right. Get, to get that job. Yeah, and it's crazy how many people don't do that. Yeah. It's, like, it's like common sense to, to just dig a little bit deeper, and then if you dig a little deeper... You know, and you put the you put the number, the quantity in. It's a numbers game. You'll have a higher probability of response, yeah, and then a higher probability of landing a job right, or right. a sale or just a connection. And that's something that's really cool. I don't know. It's unfortunate today, though. LinkedIn, man. Like it's, I said, all the all that marketing and sales, and and even nowadays, I've seen on social media, like a lot of guys will just be like hitting on women on the site and it's just like it's crazy it's like that's not what it's there for but it's just it's just weird yeah yeah i I see it all the time it's like why why are people doing this it's like don't do that i'm like i agree that's that's so that's so (laughs) freaking weird man get on tinder get on bumble get on hinge yeah i don't don't, that's the thing i don't even know if like i don't think i have the courage to like go comment on somebody's picture and be like 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 to dm her through a comment i'm like how do people do that are you talking about on instagram yeah what are you talking about (laughs) <laughs> I was saying, I, no, I was saying literally on LinkedIn, people do that. Like they'll, they'll, oh, they'll hit on, I haven't seen that. No, they'll, oh, hit, crap. they'll hit on people on LinkedIn. That's even like, worse. That's, that's what yeah. I'm saying is it's, it's freaking crazy. Like, don't do that. Go to Instagram. A professional networking service. I know. I know. What sliding in the DMs on LinkedIn, that's freaking insane. But I think this is worth mentioning though. So you realize that you didn't know that we were talking about LinkedIn. You thought we were talking about just normal stuff. So you, you don't have the courage to talk to girls, you said? <laughs> yeah, well, can we what, re- 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 rewind? What, what were you I talking about? That, uh, not on a public platform where everybody can see, like uh, Instagram. <laughs> I mean, we are going to get into relationships in a sec, but I think we wanted to... Oh, no, we did want to well, cut this out because relationships was number one. Relationships is a topic today, so let's go ahead and dive into that. That was just so, a seamless integration right seamless. there. <laughs> and seamless and frictionless is all, all we're about here on, on Cool Things Podcast. So, Zach, relationships... You haven't ever had one. Why no. is that? Um, I think it's, I'm kind of maybe in the same boat Jason was, or is, I don't know if he still is, of uh, <laughs> being extremely picky and okay. looking up. <laughs> that just makes you sound like, like a bad Time guy. Out, yeah, I, sh- yeah. I don't think I was. That makes you sound really shallow. I, I, shouldn't say, I shouldn't say picky, but like trying to find that right one. Like my mom has been nagging me, nagging me, nagging sure, me. Sure, sure. So I, I finally just said to her, I was like, mom, I'm probably going to bring you home. Maybe two to three girls. <laughs> at, the same time. And at, at the same time, absolutely. Mom, Mom you want you want you, you want, want us to get bring them You want to you want us to get to the bottom of this? I'm gonna select three girls. You choose. You choose. You choose for me right now. Who I should date? But I was like, one of them will most likely be the person I end no, up. With. I hear you. It's not about quantity. It's is what it's, you're saying. It's quality. Yeah. You're just looking for a deeper connection. So absolutely. you're clearly not a guy to just randomly like look for a bunch of girls is what you're saying no like i i don't go like i i don't go out to like when you go drinking i'm like one of those guys that's like i gotta bring home a girl tonight otherwise i'm not happy i go out to have a good time and if i meet somebody i meet somebody great um, yeah, yeah but yeah i, I don't and, go and I, and I know I, I don't want you to be too humble i mean I, i've seen you i've seen uh 
what you you know, uh, I, know I don't even know what to say to make this not weird yeah. on the podcast but i've seen you you've done you, well for yourself you, you've had a good time i'd say in this college. the girls have had the pleasure with you zach he loves it. why he do loves you love it. that word he loves that one he, loves that he really word. likes that one but yes, yes i think that's true yeah. no it's funny though you came back from college and you were like all right i'm i'm done with those days and it's funny because you never used Tinder before. And uh, no. at the beach, we've, we've, I got you on it and we set you up an account. And it's funny, it works. That, yes. Well, like, that what? Weekend. Two days, it was like 60-something matches. Oh, shit. I wasn't about 60, to say huh? that. But. Throwing, out a, throwing out a number for us, for our audience. I, mean, I, was, I had a lot of humblers in there. I had to, I had to even it out. This is, <laughs> let me just say, this is why we need a video podcast because... If you if you look at Zach, you'd be very shocked. <laughs> you would be shocked. You'd be shocked at that sixty. It's absolute numbers. catfish. Absolute catfish. <laughs> He's catfishing you guys. I don't know what to say. No, we were putting together your photos. And it was really cool. Like you have some killer photos. Like, right, right. Photos right. that I want to get. They into do this. not look like you. I mean, oh, I, I, they're no, me. No, no. So obviously, they look like me. No, but no. What I was about to say is that's because you guys see me when I'm in like gym clothes and all this, not when I'm in like a suit or. On a cruise in nice clothes. Okay, and you know why? Because you know why your nickname in our family is Under Armour? Because I Cause in high school, I wore Under Armour head, head to toe, toe except for the shoes. I, never, I was always Nike shoes, not, not Under Armour shoes. Okay. But anyways, what I was going to say is, and this goes for like everyone using Tinder, it's funny how when they're putting, when they're selecting pictures of themselves, a lot of the times they make, there's so many common mistakes. And one is... When you're selecting photos, it's funny how many accounts don't have one photo at least where it's just them. Yeah. And that's crucial because like how the heck are you supposed to say say like I'm you a don't random person. You want to be playing a guessing game. Right. I'm I'm a random person looking through the photos and not one is just a single uh, you know picture of them. Yeah, like, how which do you one know are who you? it is? I'm swiping left. Right? It's, I don't it's care. funny. It's just funny to think about like when people are pick, picking pictures of themselves, they don't think about that. Another thing is with with your photos, Zach, when I was going and I was picking them, you had the worst ones up front. I'm like, wow, you do really need a second set of eyes on there. Yeah, you need you need help, and maybe that hmm, business idea, like like help <laughs> for think, no, for I guys that don't know business. social cues and right. what's good and what's bad to put on Tinder. No, and I think I saw that. Biz- I think I think that. Exists. Well, it also probably that relates exists? to that I didn't have a Tinder before that weekend. <laughs> yeah, sure. And no, I actually no. have, I turned it off after that weekend. Right. So, so, so let us know if, if, if you're, you're listening to this episode and no. you need help, and just reach a, out. I'll give fourth, you, I'll give you a second pair of eyes. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because a lot of people make the same mistakes. Um, so you know what's funny though? So then when I went back to Charlotte and like obviously like having friends, I like showed them that and they're like, you look like. A douche and all these <laughs> Yeah, no, I no, mean, you, hey, do, but, you do, but then, so it's but funny, you like, do. But they're like, I don't like, like, these photos aren't even you. Like, they're like, you, like, you're not, like, you're not a douche. Yeah, and, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, you want to know the pictures that we're talking about to form my idea? There's this one. It's on Zach it's Smith's l- Instagram. He is wearing a suit. He's holding a cup of freaking it's could a be whiskey. Yeah. It's it could be I whiskey for, for how like ad, for how you look. Sophisticated yeah. you look. You're on the top of a skyline yeah. building. Yeah, this a is... beautiful background. You're on the top. It, you know you're. You no, know, it's funny we could go there up. if you guys came to Charlotte. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to set the picture. Paint the All picture. Right. Go you're ahead. You're 50 floors up. You got like this rugged, good looks, <laughs> it, and you're like staring off to the distance. The wind's blowing your freaking suit behind you. You look it's like just, you just tipped. The, the valet driver, 100 bucks <laughs> to park your Lambo. Maybe and, did. I mean, I, you know, if I was a girl, I'd swipe right on that Yeah, picture. yeah. I, I think girls like that. You know, you always see the bad guy versus good guy phenomena. And I, I think that 
you you were really portraying a bad, a bad boy. Yeah. No, like you a bad were, boy. You were a like bad, bad to boy. the bone. Yeah, like someone that doesn't. I guess you know. I guess a tucked in shirt with a uh, suit and a Michelob Ultra represents a bad boy. No, but like you know, one or two buttons on buck. They did have that. The, the chain was the chain was moving a little the bit. The chain was there, man. It was no, shining. Wait, let's bring it back to Tinder real quick. The it's funny because Jason really loves Tinder. He does. He loves Tinder. He's always on it too. You're always on it. <laughs> I'm not You're like, always oh, on oh, it. Oh, a match notification. Oh gosh. <laughs> No, no, no. But anyways, so, and here's one thing, another thing that I, I, I'll say this for guys because I, I, it's no idea what it is like for, for girls. So for guys, it's a numbers game. Just like on, on what you were talking about with LinkedIn, it's a numbers game. And here's why. Let me just set the pyramid for you. All right. You're swiping, right? Yeah. So That's what you do. let's That's say what you, do. you have matches, right? That's the first filter. You have matches. Yeah. Out of all those matches, and and you 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 text them, yeah. Only a handful of those are going to actually respond, right? That's right. Out of those, out of those that actually respond, a handful of those are actually going to say something else. Yeah. Or no, 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 like carry on the conversation. Sure. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. A handful of those, you're actually going to get their text text message or or uh, snapchat and then out of handful of those you're actually gonna they're gonna say that you're, you're gonna go on a date and then out handful of those you're actually gonna go on the date yeah you get right? that you get that message at at you know you're you're going you think you're going on a date at 9 30 p.m you're gonna hate me <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna hate me <laughs> and, then, and then you just know it, it's it's over with but no i agree you it's know, it's the before, fool's gold it's that freaking funnel that everyone hates so can't here's be a the simp. thing it, it can't, can't be a simp if you're gonna use tinder for guys it's a numbers game you really can't um put any one you know thing um take it too hard a lot of the times when you're using tinder they just don't respond back and at first i'll be like oh crap you know that's like you know that's a that uh, i'm taking that to heart but then i find out after using this because a lot of girls will be nice to be like oh sorry like this like it's not a good time for me like i have a boyfriend or things are getting back up with this other boyfriend and they're really really nice and it's like so now after going through that it's like wow like some of these some maybe you know that's happening with all these other girls you just can't assume that you know they just don't want to go out with you you know what i'm saying like it's it's so basically reasons you know that you don't know about um, that they're not responding. Yeah, right? you're you're basically just saying like for for everyone listening, like if they don't respond, don't take it to heart. Right, right. You, you don't know what's going on for them, so and it's because it, I, it, it might be that they genuinely think you're attractive and they genuinely are, are nice and could like you, but obviously they just got they got other things planned, and not a lot of people are comfortable finishing getting giving you closure. Right, it's something that that only super nice people do. It's like okay, I'm going through this. Right, I had. The most beautiful re- rejection. Like this is not on Tinder. This was sliding in and in the insta insta DMs. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, hey, like let's call her Susie. I was like, hey Susie, I'd love to take you on a date to Angus Barn sometime. Damn. Fun fact: my jokes are as good as the food. Smiley face. Okay. Right. That's yeah. my, that was my line. I like it. And she says, hey. Oh, that's so sweet, and I don't doubt that even a little, but I'm currently in a relationship, and I think it would be a little messed up if I said yes to you, but I appreciate the offer. Yeah. And I was like, wow, yeah. that was a mature response, and mature, I'm not even just sad, very, I just very, got rejected. Yeah. yeah, very nice way of saying, I can't I have that. a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of um, 
I'm not, I'm not saying all of them are going to be like that, but a lot of them can go different. I remember one time I was drunk and I was sliding in this one uh, Insta DM and I was like, I, I was like, you know, probably the same line. And she's like, I have a boyfriend. And I said, boyfriend, boyfriend. <laughs> I love that one. You got, you know, you, you hit him with the boyfriend, boyfriend. You never know what's going to happen. Just because there's a goalie don't mean you can't score. <laughs> exactly. You know, boyfriend, boyfriend. That's the very good backup. You know, you, you, you can, you can possibly get somewhere after that. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, we're absolutely kidding. Also, you said the girl on Tinder was like, oh, sorry, I have a boyfriend. Why the heck are you on Tinder then? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I, that went I through noticed my head that, as well. Yeah, that, like, no, stuck wait, me. I might have, uh, I don't know which story I told. Um, that might have been an instant. Might have been an okay. instant. Yeah. Because you know, what, so. what I was saying about the Tinder one is a lot of times when they don't respond, you don't know the reason. And a lot of times it's just completely, you know, they could be busy, you know. I mean, because a lot of times you do take it to heart. You're like, I get wow, you saying a lot of times girls just like ignore you, and that's like their way of saying no. Yeah, I mean, ba- yeah. basically, it, it's it's a good lesson to learn, right? From from Tinder or anything is don't take failure to heart. No, like you right. need to put in you need to put in quantity to get opportunity for anything that you do. Right, right. Whether that's, it's that's reaching out for jobs, thing. landing jobs, or <laughs> landing girls, or like partners, <laughs> sales or girls. Yeah, that's the main thing that I want everyone to get away from this is you it's a numbers game. Don't take it to heart. Um just, you know, just keep crying, keep grinding. Man, you you really want to it's like you want to internalize this cuz yeah. you faced a lot of rejection. You just got to find your what is it? Your queen nowadays, that's what people are saying. These these kids. Yeah, I was going to say let's let's cut that part out. <laughs> let's cut that part Didn't, out. Didn't quite get that one. Okay, okay. But speaking about, uh, you know, it's it's risky. It's risky, right? Um, Sliding into DMs. But another thing that we like to do that is risky, gambling. Sports as risky as it gets. It's smooth transition. Very smooth. smooth. Another smooth, frictionless transition. But Zach, you, out of all of our friends... Like you're the to, gambler. You, you're the you gambler. love gambling. We have other friends that like to gamble. I mean, we all like to gamble somewhat, but there are people in our friend group that like to do it a little too much, maybe. And I would peg you in there. And, and how do you get into sports betting? So I think from sports betting is I've always never been afraid to take risk. And I was like, oh, I love I, we love poker, especially I think out of the group with Justin and I, probably the biggest into poker. Um, and then going on cruises with my family, I was like, oh, they got casino, blackjack, roulette, that all gets in there. And then loving sports, I was like, you can bet on sports. I was like, how, as a kid, I'd be like, in your gut, I'm like, oh, there's this team, they're, they're going to score so many runs tonight. I would, I would, and then you realize, oh crap, I can bet that. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but you didn't do it as a kid though. No. Did you so wait? Literally college, college. And that's, it's funny. Like that's, that's like the breeding ground for them. You, all, you get all these kids in college who got a little bit of money. A little bit of money with They don't know friends. what to do with it. You're with your friends. You're all watching sports together. You're like, I mean, as a friend, you're like, let's, let's put some money on the game tonight. So you go ahead and do that, and then and then you get that first taste of victory. Yeah. And, then, and then it just gets you. you. Think, and then the oh, worst part is... That's so easy. And then, and then so you taste it. And then the funny thing is, so I have, I have a group of friends. Me and my one, my one good friend... Uh, I like to say we're out of we're groups. We've we've experienced it all in the, in the gambling world. We've we've had many high wins and high losses. Um, like I told you the other day, I was like, we've we've been in this game too long. To, we understand it when we don't even want to. Okay, <laughs> interesting, <laughs> interesting statement, um, Justin. What I really like about sports betting, poker, you know, gambling in general, it really really strikes a chord with traders. A lot of traders come from. 
a background in sports betting or playing poker, as weird as that sounds. It's they all share the same thing about managing your risk, risk management. And there's a lot of calculations and probabilities that you have to uh, figure out. Emotion. That's that's another, a big one. Yeah, yeah. Another big it. one is yep. mental framework. That's sure. huge. And that's it's it's probably fifty percent in trading is you have to have a good solid mental framework because you don't want to go on tilt. You don't want to you don't want to perf- when you're performing on tilt, you're strictly going off of emotions and all of your process and everything that you've, you know, you've, you've all the for smart goes things, the all the re- research, yeah. all everything that's going to give you an edge, it's away. It's gone. And it sounds silly especially with something like sports betting, but it's funny cuz it's it's the same thing with trading and sports betting. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to get too into the math, but people don't realize that you can actually lose more of, let's say, trades or bets that you make, but still be profitable in the long run because as long as those winners are a factor or so bigger than the losers, then you're going to be profitable. And actually, that's how I trade. I'm a I'm a day trader, a trade futures, and I'm wrong sixty percent of the time. That means I win the other forty percent. But my winners are three to one, or uh, three anywhere from two point five to one to all the way up to five to one. So if you have you have that, it doesn't. It's not hard to see how you can be profitable in the wrong, in the long run. Yeah, and a lot, and a lot of people that um, don't know this, and, and and you know, professional poker players do exist. Yeah. They, they exist. It's it's like a career that they've chosen right. for it themselves, and it's silly, a small percentage of the population. But you can do it, and the way that they do it is well. If I'm playing tournaments, I I need you, to win play, one out of every like twelve. T- yeah, exactly. So 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 I've heard a statistic um, from from one of these professional poker players. They they have a bunch of vlogs on YouTube that I like to watch. I heard that it's it's in their head that they they're trying to win anywhere from eight to ten percent of the tournaments they enter, and that's like the top edge of that group. Yeah. So that's for tournaments, and then for like just straight up cash games. They're they're more in line with what Jason's saying, so it's like, like you you're gonna want to be looking at your edge in every hand and say if I have this edge and I know what I do about the other players and I feel comfortable with with my reasoning behind a placed bet or placed all in, then it's a good idea. Right. You got to take away tilt, but and then more often than not, you're gonna be making um, smart decisions on those smaller plays that are gonna give you a reward and then that's what it is that's what it is it's called edge you don't people make the mistake that for example in trading and sports betting it's it's crazy how they're they're so like but well like you said the terminology is used right like it's it's pretty pretty synonymous but it's if you don't it's funny people can just kind of put bets on for fun or just see a trade and go off impulse you want to only do take the bets or the trades where you have an edge that's what that's what you're you're striving towards is you're 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 developing especially for me in my trading I'm developing a system where I have edge and where I have edge I'm going to make the trades and I have to come into each day telling myself that Jason I'm going to lose more of the trades that I put on I'm going to lose money on them but if I have confidence in my system and the way I trade I'm going to be profitable in the long run and I have a mentor, and, he, and we review it every week, and, and it's going really well. But what I want to say is mental framework is, is huge. 
And you have to realize um, going into it, you know, you're not just going to go in and like, like my dad, my dad tries trading and he wonders why he's not that great at it. But he, I don't think he has yet to grasp that concept of not every trade can be a winner. Right. Well, there's, there's a lot of nuances to everything. And I like mental, the mental framework, right? It, it can apply to anything. So you'll always see poker players and, and day traders and sports betters. If you're good, you have very strong mind you see you, you have a strategy and they stick to it right right yeah. and, and you're gonna make mistakes so all the professionals they make mistakes but you got to realize that what is correct is being okay with those mistakes and learning from them yeah so even with trying to build a company right if you're a founder and you're a great founder well you're gonna always put in the up you're always gonna put in numbers is like kind of the thing right you always want quantity you want quantity you just want to keep trying Right. And you got to be okay with your failures mm-hmm. because one day you're going to hit and that gonna hit's hit going to be big. Yeah. Right. So, so it's like it, there's a silly little meme on Twitter too. It's like the guy that's uh, mining inside of a cave and he stops just short of finding the oh, diamond. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's kind of just like that. It, it's you got to keep going. I do think sports betting though is kind of, is it's not kind of, it is different in the sense of how you're saying you, you futures trades for like the stock market. Right. Right. Where right. sports betting is, if you're going to do it in a normal basis, I mean, you can bet futures in sports bets, but that is actually the thing where you, you do have to win 60% to come out profitable. I still disagree. And not if why. you're varying your bets. Here's why. But here's, here's why. the thing. Here's why. The number one thing is, and this is what nobody, uh, any, this is all the professional bettors, they do this. Everybody who, even like uh, all these guys are like, oh, I'm a professional better. They're not because they all put different amounts on your bets. If you notice every professional better as a well, as I'm sure for uh, day trading is you put the same amount no matter how confident you are in a bet right every single time the second you go off that line it skews your whole algorithm right no and i understand that and that's a great point that you bring up and those professional betters they have this system that they derive where oh, yeah where they have possible. their own numbers i will and- say i will be more flexible in saying that you um can come up with your own system as long as I will be very vague as long as you have your edge where over the long run, you're, the bias is skewed in your favor. And here's an example that I like, I like to bring up to kind of drive this point home. There's this concept, and, and this came out um, when they, uh, in the, this is really cool history, when they figured out that blackjack, you could count cards. And so in this guy, he, um, he realized that when you're counting cards, you can develop this edge. And back then they had the, the analogy was made that, okay, think, think of a biased coin, right? Mm-hmm. Think, so think of a heads and tails coin that's not 50-50. Let's say that the heads is shown 60%. All right? Yeah, just like a, a coin that, that's so, weight is unevenly And here's a cool survey that happened. They, they put like 100 college students in a room and they were like, all right, they're not going to tell you at what amount of money you have to get to to win. They start you out with a, a simple amount of money. Maybe it was like 200 bucks. And they're like, you're going to, I'm going to give you this information. 60% of the time it's going to land on heads. Make as much money as you can in 30 minutes. And it was a really cool simulation. And what they found was the people that, that won in the long run yeah. was the people who bet not like a minute amount of money, but the largest amount of money that you could bet, but still, still not um, be, be falling in, in something called gambler's ruin. So, for example, I'm not going to bet $50, right? 
I'm yeah. gonna bet with two hundred with a a size of two hundred. I'm gonna bet like five dollars each time. Yeah, it's like like you just said, Zach, five dollars each time, and uh, it doesn't feel 60, good. It doesn't look good. Right, but with that sixty percent bias, you're gonna win, and you're gonna bet it on. And the crazy thing, you want to know the craziest thing about that that study that I was reading that that blew my mind. Yeah, go ahead. People would actually bet tails sometimes. Yeah, that's crazy because you're given you you're given know, the edge. It's dated. No, it's head 60% of the time. So the people, I, I want to say the results were clear that the people obviously who bet $5 on heads each time, they would hit, I think the, the money that the limit was like $2,000. So in 30 minutes, you could do, as long as you kept, you kept, you were like, okay, $5 on heads, $5 on heads, let's keep going, right? No, they would you, get there. They yeah, would get there. Yeah, you know what? You want to know a, There the is strategy. a defined mathematical edge that you're going to win. Yeah. But a lot of human psychology gets in the way. Yeah. The people who bet tails. No, it's funny. Yeah, it, it's people that look at a black. They'll look. Let's say we were in a casino right now, and we go up to the black, the roulette, roulette tables, table. right? Oh, yeah. A lot of people are like, "Oh, I like how this one has has a lot of reds. Oh, this one's hot on reds. Right. So let me do that." Right. But like, what if someone said, "No, black here. Black here is, well, see, is going sixty percent." That's they, right. they won't, we won't take that in consideration. And, and one second, Zach, let me just say. I hear a strategy, and it's kind of a cool strategy. I wonder if you're going to say what I'm going to say. It's it's where you... you the Martingale strategy? Is it? Okay, it's where you place $100 on, let's say, let's say we're playing roulette, and we're just playing black and red. And if it's gone like red six times, you go black? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, what I'm saying is you place $100, let's say, on black. Okay. Right? Let's say you lose it. Okay, I'm going to place $200. On red. Oh, do you, so want, you, me, lose do it you again. want me to talk about personal experience now? No, or? no. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just saying the fault in this in this strategy. Okay, I lose 200. I'm going to bet 400. Okay, I lose 400. I'm going to bet 800. It's a good strategy, but what you have to you have, have, to have is an insane amount yeah. and an insane bankroll, right? Yeah, right Which right. is what and the casino has. don't allow it, and they don't allow you to do that either. No, no. The casino has... Let's say it's it's uh, it's insurmountable bankroll. So it's just let's say infinity. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a large bank. They can weather the ups, 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 and down, 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 down. And your bankroll can't. Yeah, your bankroll oh. can't unless like you're saying like Jason's saying is unless you're putting in a minute bet and giving an edge. And that's that's where that strategy falters. Because well, I'm sure I- if you're playing uh, uh, twenty five cents and you have a million dollars. That strategy will work. You'll always get back to 50%. It'll just take forever. It'll just take forever. Should I tell the story of my senior year spring break then? <laughs> yeah, let us know how you lost a lot of money. Oh, yeah. So basically that strategy, actually. Uh, <laughs> so I went on, and I was like up 200 that night, and I go and put, I think like I just put like 50 Yeah. on. Uh, we're sitting at this one roulette table, and the funny thing is the same strategy. I did this on the cruise the past spring, or the, the previous spring break, and yeah. it worked. So obviously I just gave away that now this spring break, it doesn't work. <laughs> but so we're sitting there. It's me and my two friends. We're up a little bit. I'm like, all right, here goes 50. It's been like three black. So the Martingale strategy is, is bringing probability. And, and black and red on a roulette table, I think it comes out to like 48.7%. Something it's, it's because not, It's not even because they have you have the zero and double zero, which are the greens. Right. They added that double zero in later. It yes. It used to only be it used zero. To be, but go ahead. Yes. Um, but so... Even if you take that probability, the probability of now three in a row, it, it gives you a, a greater probability. Mm-hmm. But the thing that most people realize, and I had to realize the hard way, is that every single spin is its own probability. It, none of it's no, none of it is correlated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, that's so then, called something, Zach. That, uh, I, I'm in. Uh, fin- I got my master's in financial mathematics. That's called a 
what is it called? It's a, I should Martin, know what it it's is. a Martingale. No, that, that's what I'm saying. That's Martingale. That's, that's the Martingale theory. Yeah. Where, where of each, going against it. It beats probability. Each instance of is not, has nothing to do with what's, what but people it. think it does. And right, including right. myself. Right. <laughs> right. There's no, there's no causation there's whatsoever. No, so in my history. head, after I have about a, I mean, when you have the alcohol package the whole day, you're like, oh, it's, it's coming. We're at yeah, like yeah. 70%. It's I coming, baby. We're good to go. <laughs> um, and then it all comes down. So we, I lose that one. So I'm like, fourth time. You're like, no, and I'm still up. Let's go 100. Let's get that 50 back, make a little more. So we do it again now for the fifth time. It goes black again. So now I'm like basically even again. And now I'm, I'm getting, I'm drunk and I'm pissed. So I go and I'm like, all right, 150. Do it. Now it's six times black. I go 300. This is where my friend actually has a video that will most likely will be played at the wedding. It goes 300. I'm a one friend that loves risk. He's actually, he's a financial, he works for Merrill Lynch or Make for America in uh, New York City. Like, we, I, he's, he's the pretty boy. He's the go-to. See, see, when you say that, when you say you love risk, wouldn't you think you respect risk? I respect risk, but I love taking it. Okay. <laughs> um, and so he's, he's basically living through me and my money at this point. Okay. So he's sitting there like he's more nervous than I am. He's like <laughs> hands, hands on his head, like ready to go, like eye level with the roulette wheel, just like yeah. staring it down. Sending and it good goes vibes. and sending good vibes. And obviously he didn't send enough because and it can comes. Can I preface this with you are really stingy with your money usually. Oh, I'm frugal as they you, come. Super you, like stingy. you say, what's the, what's the saying? Uh, if if it's it ain't all... a steal, it ain't a deal. <laughs> right, right. You are, but keep going. You are really stingy with your money. Yeah, absolutely. But right, we're at the casino table. Everything is out the window. Every, I'm at, that's the thing that's like, and that's, and I'll, I'll admit, probably back then, this was still college, I probably mo- had, a, had a problem. Like, it, I probably had <laughs> a gambling back problem. Then, this was last year. Yeah, it was two, no, it was two years ago. Okay, okay. Two, it was two years, years ago. Back then, then, two years but ago. Hey, Go ahead. You gotta, you gotta accept it. And, All right, keep going with the story. Um, so we're sitting there, and it, and it doesn't hit. And so my friend has the video without hesitating. I just snap <laughs> my fingers and go, put six. <laughs> six. And at this point, I had. All the, I had like brought like five hundred dollars in cash. It's like that's all I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm already way past that now. So I have no more cash because the cash is then in my room. Right. So I'm like, I'm putting it on my room. I put it on the card. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, I was playing with a line of credit. So we oh, go Holy crap, god. man. You're so, playing so, with money that so you they didn't put have. Six. Not smart at all. I, I mean I had it, yeah, but just yeah, not yeah. at the time. So it goes, and then so he, they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? And I'm like, did I, it's like the thing from the office, did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> did I stutter? <laughs> they, they, the lady goes and puts six. And like, the thing is, is like, those, those cruise people, they're, they're not mean. Like they, they do kind of think the, the dealers want you to win. They want the, you to win. Yeah. Why would they not want you? The they pit bosses you get probably don't. Yeah. So like, I'm sitting there in six. She looks at me. She goes, are you sure? And that's when I was like, did I stutter? And I was like, so she does it. So I put six. On red again. It's been out. Listen, it's been eight times black. If you're going with the whole probability, <laughs> that's like eighty. That's like seventy, eighty percent. I'm like, it's it's it has to. Right. It goes. It goes black. <laughs> and you're so done. You I'm, walk up. Now I'm twelve. Oh, now I'm twelve hundred down. Okay. Without hesitation, twelve hundred on the card. Oh my god. <laughs> And the worst part is, is my friend, like the, the, the banking guy, everything. And I have two friends that are both math and finance majors and they're sitting, one of them is just mouth quiet. He's not doing anything. He's a quiet guy. The other one is like, it's got to hit. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. coming." So we're sitting there and I do. And then they're like, okay, the limit's only a hundred or a thousand. 
So then I'm fucking pissed. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you're, you, I, now I'm going to be down four hundred dollars like, still. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like I'm not losing. You're just no. Not now you're stopping. You know I'm going to win this now, <laughs> and you're not letting me do it. <laughs> yeah. So I even go to him. I'm like, why? I just said his name, but his name's Wyatt. I'm like, Wyatt, put the 200 on for me as you. <laughs> and they stay literally humor like, you can't do that. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm just I'm pissed. And then, uh, so it, it comes and we're spitting there and it goes black. Oh my God. So how much did you end up losing, man? So because I couldn't do that, I ended up losing two grand. Yikes. In about 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, so that, I dropped that to my knees. <laughs> drunk on the Drunk on the There's no screams. I mean, besides. Is it raining outside? It feels like it's uh, raining. It actually kind of was. It, it feels was. like it's raining this day. Um, so I just dropped to my knees, and it, then it hit me. I'm like, I just lost two grand. <laughs> <laughs> Did and you tell your mom and dad? So the thing is, is I'm like, I sit back and I realize, and I'm like, I'm like, I have, I, I, I got to get out of my savings. Like it's, it's not the end of the world, but like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. I have a problem. <laughs> I was like that. No, that was literally the realization. I haven't played roulette since. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this game. was also, I should say this was right after going to Vegas for a bachelor, a bachelor party. Were you up then? No. I, I lost the, <laughs> the funny thing is, is like, I came out the best. I only lost 500 in Vegas. And I mean, they all lost way more. But that was I, a win. Huh? No, that was it. Dude, <laughs> That's good. That was a good run. Vegas, though, realistically, for most people actually is a win. Right. Yeah, like, no, it's I'm funny. Not, in I'm Vegas, kidding, I was, yeah. I was a lot more scared in Vegas. I was like, I have my limit. I'm sticking to it. And I actually have a funny poker story. I'll go into after this in Vegas. But so my friends dragged me out and we all got the alcohol package on the cruise. It's spring break. I'm just like, I, I need a drink. So I go to the, I go get a drink and they're said, you, you can't get a drink. I'm like, why? They're like, you owe us $2,000. Your alcohol package has been revoked till you pay it. So now I'm even more pissed. So I, I get this girl who has service on her phone. I'm like, Hey, I need your phone. She's like, why? And I knew that my dad would find out while I was on the boat that I would take the two grand out of my savings. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? It's going to be better to ask for I guess forgiveness by telling him than him just seeing it and me having like 10 missed calls when I get off the boat. Right. So I, I take her phone and I, and I call him and it's like, it's midnight. And so I call him and I'm like, dad, don't be mad. <laughs> yeah. I don't be mad. I'm like, uh, I need you to transfer two grand from my <laughs> savings into my checking. He's like, why? Like, are, are you like, are you, are you kidnapped? Like, are they, are they, uh, extorting you? I'm like, no, uh, I gambled it away. <laughs> and he goes, are you effing kidding me? Like, what? All this. You have, he's like, you have a problem. That's it. You were getting, you're calling the, like, gambling anonymous. He's like, you're done. And so I just, I'm like, don't be mad. I was like, I just need you to do this. So then he, he, he did it. He's like, all right, you're, you're good to go. So then I went to the thing. I got the rest of the cash in my room. I went to the thing, paid off, and then got drunk the rest of the night. No, but Zach, it's funny because your dad's reaction there. Wasn't there another time that you oh, so lied then, about it? Yes, to your dad? This, this was before. Like th- uh, this was before as well. So I ended up losing like sports betting. This is like one of the I guess worst weeks. I, I always and that's the thing of them lose saying a lot of money. <laughs> no, see the thing is, is like in sports betting, you actually either win big or lose big, or okay. just lose small or win small. I, I've usually been kind of the same. And now they're saying is very frugal. I normally th- these are like insinuating circumstances because I normally stick to like the limits I sent, like Vegas. Sure. Okay. But so I went over my limit because that's when you play with emotion. Right. And you're like, all right, I'm down this. Let's make this one bet. We're going to get it all back. Yeah. And so I, I, that one didn't hit either. So I, I call him and 
um, or he just he calls me the next morning because I had to send the guy the money, and he's like, "What did you Venmo five right, like five hundred dollars for?" Story. This is a different story, it's by the way. Story. But it's related. He's like, "What did you Venmo them a guy five hundred dollars for?" I was like, "Oh, um, you know the." Ch-. I was like, "They're always they're always getting into things. <laughs> like they gave me this really good idea. Jason's like trying to make an app. I'm I'm gonna invest five hundred dollars into it for." Him. <laughs> And he's like, oh, oh, okay. They're like, no, like I know that. Yeah, that that makes sense. They're really smart kids. He's like, when really well, like, when do you think you can with? get it back? I'm like, they told me it's really long term, like maybe five years. <laughs> and the worst part is, is my mom this morning was like, oh, are you you're doing the Chitless podcast? And my dad's like, oh yeah, your mom showed me that. I'll have to listen to it now. You're gonna be like, so he's gonna hear this story now. So there you go, Dad. I'll probably <laughs> good, yeah. good thing I'm uh, going back to Charlotte next week. Uh, this was a, a very fun episode, Zach. Thank you so much for being on. You're definitely going to be on. Me. Yeah, you're definitely going to be on in the future. When you guys come to Charlotte, right? We'll just bring all the equipment <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. When we go to Charlotte, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, do another episode. <laughs> I think we'll be, what, 27 maybe at that time? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, um, thanks. Thanks so much, Zach, for being on. If you've made it to this point and you're still listening, uh, God bless. Um, it, it was a long one. It was a long one. Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate that. If you are still listening... Maybe you maybe you like this podcast. If you like the podcast, please help us out. Um, please, rating otherwise us. I get made fun of, and we're just gonna we want to leave that to Andrew. Yeah, no, we want this episode to do, to do well because Zach Zach wants it to do well. So please rate this five stars if you can. Uh, leave a review as well on Apple Podcasts. Even if you listen on Spotify, go over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a review. We really, really appreciate trying it. Trying to hit that new and noteworthy. Baby. Yeah, guys, guys, we're we're just trying to hit that new and noteworthy podcast section to to. Let our podcast um, be discovered by, you know, organic people that see it for the first time. It would be so cool. So if you if you will, if you want to support us, please drop us a review. Thank you so much for listening. And we can't wait to see you guys next week. Thanks.